Tired of trying to run your office from home? The Mill Enterprise Hub in Drogheda offers hot desking and office solutions in a supportive startup community for businesses and remote workers. They provide members with 24-7 access, free car parking, 1 gigabit broadband, meeting rooms, soundproof pods for all your Zoom calls, mentoring, podcasting and vlogging facilities. There's no lengthy contracts. Oh, and did we mention, there's free tea and coffee too. Email us today to arrange your tour at startup at the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at nissan.ie. Thank you very much, Eamon. Time now on the hard shoulder for In Our Defence. Gavin Dowd is back to talk about a case, a piece of legal history. Uh, he does this every week. He brings us the bizarre, the historic, the weird, the unconstitutional. Uh, Gavin, uh, this week we're looking at who wants to be a millionaire. Is that right? Indeed. A case involving a conspiracy, a betrayal, an army major and £1 million. All the perfect ingredients for a Netflix drama, you would say. And in fact, this did actually make it into a TV drama in the past couple of years. This is the case of Charles Ingram commonly known as the coughing major. Yeah, this was brilliant because this is back before the days of Netflix and... The internet On-demand television and people all watch the same thing at once and you'd forget, people, younger people now mightn't realise, who wants to be a millionaire? It was huge. It was this cultural phenomenon and this happened right in the middle of it. Tell us, what happened? So, as you said, it was peak appointment TV. It was 2001 and it's this deceptively simple game show. You've got 16 questions, they're multiple choice and it's your chance to win £1 million. So, Charles Ingram was an army major. He came from a family which was, I guess you could say they were who wants to be a millionaire, obsessed. His wife, Diana, had been on the show and won £32,000. His brother-in-law, Adrian, had been on the show and also won £32,000. Uh, so he was convinced to go on the show. They were even writing a book on how to do well on Who Wants a Millionaire and how to get onto the show. So in 2001, just a few days before 9-11, in, in September 2001, he went on the show and it didn't start very well. Okay. Uh, he got up to the £4,000 question. He'd already used two of his three lifelines. Ah, stop. All the simple questions he was he was really faltering on, Kieran. So at that point... Chris Tarrant said, we've ran out of time today. Come back tomorrow and we'll go back into the quiz. So he came back with only one lifeline left with many questions to go and still this desire to win one million pounds. So what had he left? Phone a friend? He had 50-50. Oh, the 50-50. Okay. The 50-50 is Poison chalice sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it can be quite misleading. Uh, So... What what happened then was his, his style of play seemed to be quite erratic. He would say, he would rule out answers and then just a minute or two later say, that is definitely the answer, I know it, I'm sure of it, uh, and contradict himself. And this went on from question to question. And even on the £32,000 question, the question was, who uh, released Born to Do It at the album in 2000? And uh, I can see you <laughs> puzzled expression on your oh. face. Born to do it. No, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that now. The answer was Craig David. Ah. Uh, but he said he had never heard of Craig David. Ah, come on. And uh, then, um, a few minutes later, he said, it's Craig David. I'm sure of it. So there was this very unusual um, modus operandi, if you will. And after the show, he made it to £1 million, uh, regardless. And after the show, the TV producers from Salador were quite suspicious that something was okay. awry here. Let, let, let's take a listen to him in operation. This is, I think, is this the £500,000 question? Baron Houseman is best known for his planning of which city? 
Rome, Paris, Berlin, Athens. Sigurd Berlin. I think it is Paris. Yeah, I'm gonna play. And I think it's Paris. Yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm going to play. I'm going to play Paris. You had £250,000. You did not need to play this question. You thought it was Berlin, Berlin, Berlin. You changed your mind to Paris. That brought you 500,000. Yes! Yes! Wow, oh, you could hear you could hear it. That's what we're going to talk about now. That there, there was coughing and spluttering. There was even somebody said, "No." <laughs> in the background. <laughs> There's a, an audible gasp in the audience there. <laughs> uh, so, yes, if you were listening closely there and as the producers did when they they went back to the soundboard and and isolated certain sounds in the studio, you could hear there was some kind of coughing in the background of the studio. And for the, the TV presenters or the producers, this was a format they'd sold all over the world. The integrity of who wants to be a millionaire was at stake here. So they said, we're not paying out to Charles Ingram just yet. We're going to the police and we're telling them something suspicious has happened here. Here's the evidence. Um, see what you can find. And what was that evidence? What did the police find or suspect had happened? That, well, they didn't know exactly what the the kind of conspiracy was here, but certainly... Uh, that there was somebody coughing in the audience who was giving clues to Charles Ingram as to what the right answer was. So a, a cough at a certain time as he was listing off the answers or something like that. And this was the thing, Kieran. with every single question he used to list off the answers one by one. I think it's this. I think it's that. And eventually he'd wait for the cue before he picked his, his correct answer. All right, okay. So obviously then the police uh, um, look into this and we, we eventually find ourselves in court. Yeah, uh, and the offence is conspiracy to obtain a valuable security by deception. So a conspiracy is the agreement between Charles Ingram, his wife Diana, who was sitting in the audience, and another man called Tequin Whittock, who was sitting also in the audience, who was a, actually subsequently a contestant on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and who Charles claims he had never met. Um, but he was alleged to be involved in this conspiracy. Okay, so what did we learn in the court case, or, or what was the, 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 the prosecution's case? Well, let, let me go through some of the, the witnesses that were called. We had a guy called Graham Whitehurst. Graham was sitting in the audience just up from this guy, Tequin Whittock. Now, Tequin was the guy who was alleged to be coughing yes. throughout it. And Graham was another contestant, probably a little bit jealous that he didn't make it onto the show. Um, but he was sure that he heard coughing and he heard a pattern because he knew all the right answers, he said. And every time uh, Charles Ingram would list out the answer, he'd hear the cough and the pattern repeated itself. Uh, then Chris Tarrant was called to the stand and he said throughout the show he noticed no coughing whatsoever. Now, Tarrant had sat through, I, I don't know, possibly 100, 200 of these shows uh, before he was sitting opposite the man who was allegedly coughing and giving mm. hints to Chris, uh, to sorry, to Charles Ingram. But he said he didn't notice anything. Um, and then it went to the sound manager who was uh, mixing the, the sound that night. How many coughs do you think there were? in the studio that night. Oh, well, I guess, how many questions are there? Uh, 16, 16 questions. questions but, he, but he got through four or five, as you said. So he maybe had, I don't know, was there 10 coughs for the 10 questions? Throughout the entire night in the studio, there were 192 coughs. <laughs> Stop. How many from this fella? 19. Only 19 from this guy. And this is where it gets interesting. This is where 
it seems like a closed case from the beginning, but then when you look at the evidence, you think, perhaps could this just be a great coincidence? Um, now, we, it was confirmed that these 19 were coming from a male voice in the area that Mr. Tequin Whittock was sitting in, so we're pretty sure those 19, and they were the suspicious coughs. They came at the right time just after Charles Ingram would, would list out the, uh, the answers. And then it came to Charles Ingram. He took the stand to answer questions. And they asked him, well, how did you... You seemed so erratic when you were playing this game. How, how did you get the right answers? Mm. And he said, well, I'm in the army. Weighing up risks is part of my job. I would do this process of elimination. And when I was 80% sure I had the right answer, I'd, I'd just go for it. And he said, I didn't notice any coughing whatsoever. Uh, then it went to Tequin Whittock. And they said, Tequin, are, are, were you okay? You, you coughed 19 times in the show. And he mm. said, well, actually, I've got a dust allergy and hay fever, which has turned into this variant of asthma, which means I have these uncontrollable coughing fits. But then they asked him, well, that's interesting because there were periods in the recording for five or ten minutes where you didn't cough whatsoever. So mm. why was it that you were coughing uncontrollably at some bits and not at other bits? He said, well, I was offered a glass of water after one of the questions and that kind of, you know, wet my throat and I, I didn't need to cough for a period after that. Okay. Um, but there was a professor who gave expert evidence and said that his coughing was consistent with this particular variant of asthma. So right. there was some scientific evidence to, to back up what he said. Um, so just legally here, it is not for the defence, uh, i.e. Diana, Charles and uh, Tequin to show that they didn't cheat in the show. They It's for the prosecution, the state in this case, um, to prove that uh, they cheated uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. And the defence are just trying to raise doubts in the jury's yeah. mind. Um, and that's what they were trying to do quite effectively here by suggesting that this was all one big coincidence. For example, Diana's lawyer said uh, the Ingrams uh, married in the same church as the second ever millionaire on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Now, this is just an example of a pure coincidence, but they said if a coincidence like that can happen in relation to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, <laughs> maybe another coincidence could happen. How, how did the court come down? Well, they found them all guilty. Oh, okay. um, they were given suspended sentences for 18 months and fined 15,000 each. 7,500 uh, was, was the fine that went to Tequin Whittock. Um, and... I mean, you you couldn't write this, but before the judge was going to give his closing um, speech and round up all the evidence mm. that had been put forward, one of the jurors had an uncontrollable coughing fit <laughs> in court and uh, they had to suspend proceedings for some time. And so, I mean, it, it became what was a TV drama became a courtroom drama in itself. All right. I mean, that there was consequences, not least for obviously the three individuals who were fined and got suspended sentences. Um, I, I, they probably changed elements of the show. I notice now that Jeremy Clarkson say the phone offend category now, just the advent of, of high-speed internet, he has to say, yep. uh, Gavin, I've got your friend here, you know, he's in the hot seat, and can you just confirm that one of our, uh, one of our, um, one of our team is with you there to make sure that you're not cheating? Which is a, which is a new thing. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't the case back I mean, in the day. mobile phones have ruined pub quizzes yeah. forever, to be honest, but uh, certainly this was a, a, an era where it was a lot harder to cheat on mm. these things. Um, and interestingly, Chris Tarrant, he was interviewed recently about when, when that show Quiz came out. And he said one giveaway thing to him in retrospect was he would always at the, um, when someone had gotten £500,000 and was going on to the million pound question, he'd always ask yeah. them, um, 
are you ready? Are you prepared to lose £450,000? Because if they got the question wrong, they drop all the way back yes. to £50,000. And every contestant would flinch or kind of have a sharp intake of breath. For Charles Ingram, despite his erratic performance and his look to that point, he said, no, I'm ready to go. What was the question? The million pound question? Million pound question. Well, here's one for you and News Talk listeners. Uh, a number one followed by 100 zeros is known by what name? Is it A, Google, B, Megatron, C, Gigabit, <laughs> or D, Nanomole? Will I answer it? I think people in 2022, I'll give a clue. People in 2022 would be better equipped, I think, to answer this question than people in the year 2001. Mm. That's a that's a that is a decent. I, I see where you're going with that. That is a decent. Yeah. I put it this way: I don't think that would be a one million pound question anymore. Yes, I don't think it would be. Uh, can you put your money where your mouth is? Do you want to give us the answer? You think it, it is? Well, so after saying all that, I better get this right. <laughs> I could really have egg on my face. It's a Google, isn't it? Final answer. Ding, For ding, one ding. million pounds. Final answer. Correct. You're yes, going yes, 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 yes. It is a Google. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they would answer ask that anymore. I yeah. suspect if they had asked it in 2001, I don't think I would have known uh, the well, answer to it. Charles yet. Ingram said, "Oh, I I'm don't still know. using Yahoo." <laughs> <laughs> Charles Ingram also said, "Oh, I've never heard of a Google." And then subsequently, Charles ah, Google, amazing, so. amazing. Uh, listen, uh, a great story. Uh, before you go, though, our legal question of the week: Do all criminal trials have juries? No, um, in Ireland, non-minor offences uh, require a jury, but if you go into the district court, they won't have juries. Now, just explain what the jury does and what a judge does in a criminal trial. Uh, the juries decide issues of fact and the judge decides issues of law. So let's say it's a murder trial and someone wants to raise a defence like self-defence. The judge will decide whether or not they can raise that defence and then the jury will decide on the facts in the context, are they going to be successful with that defence? But then if you look at a country like France... They don't have juries, believe it or not. It's the judge who questions the witnesses and decides on the evidence if the person is guilty or not. So, uh, two different types of system. All right. Uh, what are we looking at next week in, in our defence? Next week, well, you'll know the old saying, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Yes. Uh, what does the law say about that? We'll find out. All right, that's an interesting one. Looking forward to it. Uh, Gavin, Gavin Dowd with the latest edition of In Our Defence. You can listen back to previous uh, editions. Uh, they are up on the News Talk app, powered by GoLoud. Stay with us here on The Hard Shoulder. We'll have all your business news next. The Hard Shoulder on News Talk. With Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at nissan.ie. A beautiful bouquet of flowers. It can say more than words ever could. To celebrate, congratulate, or just let someone know you're thinking of them. At flowers.ie, we know every bouquet is special. So every order we receive is hand-picked, arranged with care, and delivered with love across Ireland. We even send a video before it's delivered, so you know it's just right. Say it with flowers at www.flowers.ie. Rated five stars on Trustpilot.